Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Exit Row Podcast. Uh, I'm Frank Warren. I'm the Associate Director at the Seabrook Wessex Group, a business transition advisory firm that's based in South Carolina. Uh, But we serve clients all over the place and um, uh, uh, helping uh, families who own and lead um, lower mid-market companies, uh, helping their uh, helping them to develop value in those companies, uh, helping their leadership um, to become more present um, uh, as they build self-managing enterprises and then eventually to retire into what uh, we like to call a great retirement. And uh, and we define that great retirement as one where you are retiring when you want with the total after-tax income that you want and you've uh, discerned a purpose. Um, So you know what what it is that you uh, want to do and achieve, whether that's something uh, you know, as noble as uh, uh, doing missionary work or volunteer work overseas, or um, uh, uh, or something even more noble like uh, playing every golf course that you possibly can uh, in the course of a year. Um, but we, while we do talk about um, uh, exiting your company into retire into retirement. Uh, uh, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. Sometimes you, instead of exiting your company on your feet, you exit um, on your shield. Um, hopefully something that does not happen to you, but it does happen often. Uh, and in fact, the uh, probably the singularly biggest uh, reason that, a, uh, that an established business suddenly fails is because of the uh, death or... Uh, long-term illness slash disability of uh, of its principal owner, and uh, uh, that creates all kinds of situations uh, um, that arguably can be worse than what happens if somebody dies. So, because uh, if somebody dies, uh, the worst that can happen, if you will, is that you take it through, uh, you take the assets through the probate process with the help of a uh, of an attorney and perhaps your CPA. Uh, but um, uh, if you if you're disabled to the point of incapacity, it's like you're you're still around, but you're pretty much from for business purposes you're a zombie. I mean, you you can't really um, uh, you're not exercising anything uh, uh, effective from an intellectual standpoint. So um, so what are the things that you need to think about in the event of a death or a, or, a, or a disability? Um, you need to make sure that if either of those things happens uh, on the business side of things, that you've um, uh, that you've made sh- that you make sure that somebody has the authority to um, to act and to run things for as long as is necessary. Maybe odd, you know, maybe for a long, long, long period of time, maybe permanently. Um, if you if you fail to do that. Uh, the value of your company plummets overnight to just pennies on the dollar. We, I, I used to hear people say that uh, that the death or the disability of a business owner uh, caused the value of a business to immediately shrink by 60%. Um, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, from my experience and observation, um, in, in a number of um, professional consulting uh, roles that I've had, um, it, more than likely, it's less than ten cents on the dollar, and that's probably generous. So, 
So how can you prevent that from happening? How can you preserve the value of your um, of your company for your um, for your family and for uh, uh, the well-being of your uh, other stakeholders like your uh, your management team members and your associates? Well, you want to make sure that if either of those events occurs, that somebody is in, that somebody has the immediate authority to act, and that um, people already know that they have the authority to act. Um, uh, so you know whether that's inside your um, um, and again, this is what the advice of your attorney is to how you do this. Um, and I'm uh, I'm not a practicing lawyer, but if you have um, uh, if you have an attorney that uh, has assisted you with uh, with your business affairs, you want to make sure that he or she has helped you to um, make sure that there's some some systems redundancy, so that if you can't come into the office for a long period of time, perhaps forever, that's that um, somebody has that authority. But that's not the 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 end of it. It's important that you that you communicate it to your associates, your team members, and your um, your vendors, your creditors, especially your customers, um, that um, uh, the the persons that you have uh, uh, tapped to uh, run and manage things um, uh, have already been selected and will do so, and there won't be an interruption of uh, of service or value. Uh, and for your team members' uh, employment opportunities, so, but you've got to do that in advance, and you've got to really think that thing through. You you just don't sit down and say, "Well, um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna kind of draw a number out of a hat, and that person's gonna do it." Look at the skill sets and the gifts and graces that each person in your in your organization has, and then make sure that they're put into the right places in the company, so that when you cannot act um, on things that are part of your unique ability, and we'll get to that, in a, uh, uh, get back to that subject in a moment, that, um, uh, that, that it's just like without even skipping a beat, they're automatically there. It's sort of like a, uh, like a generator in a hospital, you know, when the power goes out, generators, uh, hospitals have generators that automatically kick in, and um, if something critical is going on, it doesn't get interrupted. So I mentioned this idea of unique ability. If you're a control freak, as I am, uh, and I've had, you know, I've, this is something that I really have to work on. It's it's it can be hard um, not to want to micromanage things because you're it, sometimes you can be so afraid that, that something's going to blow up if you're not on top of it. Um, and I'll tell you, even when you're well, that causes problems because it's awfully hard to be present with your family at a family gathering or a dance recital or a soccer game um, if you're thinking about what's going on back at the office. So um, take a look at those things that you like to do most uh, in your company and those things that have the biggest effect on, uh, on the bottom line and um, zero in on those things. And then delegate everything else that is not your genius, so to speak. There's a, there's a, a saying that they use at the, the Strategic Coach, which is a great coaching program I've gone through and I hope to go back. Um, they say that you delegate everything but genius. Delegate, you delegate everything uh, that is not the stuff that you are the most uh, passionate about. 
And if you'll do that, um, you, you're, you've are automatically conquered an awful lot of uh, an awful lot of the problems. Then you're zeroing in on those things that um, uh, where you can have the, the biggest impact. But you also want to make sure that you've got other people alongside of you who who also share those same talents and have those same kinds of gifts and graces. So that if you're in the midst of a project where you're creating value, they can step in if you're not going to be able to uh, to finish things out. Um, so how would you do that? Well, um, you have um, you, you have your attorney and your inside your um, organic corporate documents. Make sure that um, the proper authorities are in place, so that uh, and like you know, I guess you know, like minutes and and uh, uh, agreements um, so that in the event that there is a uh, and resolutions I guess they call them so that in the event that um, something needs to be done with a banking transaction or some other kind of major obligation that someone has the legal authority to act or modify or execute or uh, um, uh, or dispense with certain things um, then you uh, your attorney will probably suggest um, that you um, have a uh, business power of attorney uh, uh, and, and you've got two or three backups on, uh, to execute that just in case the first person you select can't. Um, and there may be certain special things inside your business life um, that um, uh, you want to have just one person in particular handling this one particular thing and um, attorneys can put together a thing called a special uh, power of attorney and, and I think they also use the term durable uh, which means that you want to make sure that the power um, uh, is going to last past past the point that you become incapacitated um, and again a good attorney can um, uh, can help you to uh, uh, to sort that out um, uh, and they'll probably recommend other things like you know wills and trusts and um, you know, healthcare powers of attorney, of course, are, are important. But for business purposes, you want to make sure that the proper powers of attorney and the proper um, uh, uh, business authorities are in place, uh, so that um, nobody has to worry. And you, and again, you want to communicate that to important stakeholders, um, uh, so that your employees know that things will work out, uh, that uh, uh, your vendors and your creditors know, and, and your customers. Because uh, your customer, your customer base is your most important asset. Uh, uh, well, after your, uh, after your, uh, after your team members, it's your your most important asset. Uh, then you also will uh, concurrently want to be working in conjunction with your, uh, uh, you know, with your CPA. Uh, you know, probably your CPA and your attorney, your financial advisor may want to be putting their heads together um, to make sure that everything is in place. Um, uh, so that um, uh, you have a handle on where the financials are, and that you um, uh, and uh, there's proper funding in the event that you can't come into the office anymore, either through um, uh, disability insurance that uh, uh, helps to um, uh, overcome the um, the financial hump that might be caused by your uh, becoming incapacitated, uh, or, or uh, key man life insurance, and that's usually or key person life insurance is usually what people think about. In this kind of planning, and I know that when um, when my father passed away in um, uh, 1975, that uh, uh, the 
uh, our family business owned a uh, substantial policy on him, and that helped them to get over the hump while they um, uh, lost the revenue that he was producing, and um, uh, and then also helped to um, uh, to pay the initial salary of the uh, person that they brought in to uh, to replace my dad. Um, but it would I would say it would have been even worse though if my father had survived his heart attack but couldn't come back to work. And so that's why um, uh, insurance companies who uh, write life insurance also also often write um, disability insurance for, for business needs. And that's a good thing to ask your, uh, your life insurance agent or your, um, uh, or your financial planner about. And let me say this too about um, uh, insurance agents, attorneys, CPAs. Um, the guy who did your real estate closing or uh, got your brother-in-law out of his last DUI ticket may not be the one that you want to be doing uh, your contingency planning for business. Ditto on your CPA. Um, the, the CPA who prepares uh, your taxes um, may not be really good at planning, uh, at doing contingency planning. Um, uh, and your uh, the guy who writes your car insurance um, may not have um, the expertise to, um, uh, to put together the right kind of funding for uh, uh, key person, uh, the loss of a key person in the event of a disability um, or, or a death. Um, but he may have a specialist in his company who does. And, and I'm not saying, you know, scored him, but uh, you may want to, um, to seek out the advice of somebody who, um, who that, that's their day job. They do it all the time. Um, so uh, anyway, think about that um, as you uh, as you move forward, and um, uh, make sure that um, in the event of your death or disability, that you covered the uh, financial basis, the legal basis, the um, uh, the authoritative day to day management basis, um, because if you if you Put the blood, sweat, and tears into building a company, or if you're a, um, a successor generation owner of a company, um, you want to make sure that uh, the hard work that's um, uh, and commitment that's gone on before you uh, doesn't get fried all of a sudden simply because you um, decide to be like Scarlett O'Hara and uh, uh, you know think about that tomorrow. So. Um, uh, and that's something that you really, once you've done it, it's not, it, you know, it's not like um, if, if you remember Ron Popeil, I don't even know if he's still around, but uh, he used to have this rotisserie oven that he um, uh, did, an, did infomercials about from his, uh, from a studio that he set up in his house. It's really funny because he, 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 like in his, in his late 70s, early 80s, remarried and he had these tiny children and he wanted to be with them. So he had a, um, a TV studio put on in his house. Um, and so he would do this, um, this thing with, the, with his rotisserie oven. And, uh, and you may remember the, uh, the tagline, set it and forget it. Well, you don't want to just do this and set it and forget it. Um, it's something that um, uh, hopefully your life insurance agent uh, will make sure to contact you on a regular basis. Sometimes your attorney or your CPA will for this particular purpose. But you know, take responsibility yourself. And I would say you get around down to your uh, the time of your birthday 
um, it's not a bad time to go ahead and say, all right, we need to go ahead and, and review this. And yeah, that may cost you some, some money, by golly. Um, you don't begrudge, um, uh, you don't begrudge um, uh, clients who are paying you money. You don't want them to be upset when they're paying you money for creating value. Um, but you've got to take responsibility for, your, for yourself and for those who are important to you. And that means making sure that you have reviewed on a regular basis and everything's up to date. Uh, I wouldn't go more than, uh, I really wouldn't go more than a couple of years. Uh, three at the very outside between, uh, uh, between reviews on, uh, on, on that kind of planning. Because things can change. People that you may have selected to run things in the event that you can't um, may not be appropriate anymore. Um, and um, you don't want to be caught in a lurch where you've got some really nice paper that you've paid for, but the paper can't do any good. So think about that. Remember, it's one thing to go out on your feet. You hope, you hope and pray, and the likelihood is that you're going to go out on your feet, but there's enough of a risk out there that you're going to go out on your shield, uh, that you're going to be carried out, so to speak, that you need to make sure that you stay in control by having a plan put together. So think about that. Uh, I'm Frank Warren for the Seabrook Wessex Group. You can reach us in South Carolina at 843-941-5132, which is a Charleston area number, uh, but uh, we get to it wherever we are. Or you can uh, find us um, uh, on the net at uh, uh, Seabrook Wessex, that's S-E-A, B-R-O-O-K-W-E-S-S-E-X dot com. Uh, or you can write, uh, or you can email us at uh, info at com. I'm Frank Warren again uh, for Seabrook Wessex Group, business transition advisors based in South Carolina, and keep having fun on the road to world domination. Have a great day, people.